0: Welcome you back to another episode of Between Us and Y'all. I'm Yasmin. I'm And this is Between Us and Y'all, a safe space for mothers and their young adult sons to have healthy conversations. We are so grateful to have some wonderful guests here today, and they're going to introduce themselves shortly. And they're also going to be taking the spotlight for our, our time that we have for sharing information about local businesses. So, guests, if you can introduce yourselves.
1: Peace, peace, y'all. Uh, I'm Eli Lakes.
2: My name is Liza Garza. Eli is my son.
1: And I'm Ezra Lakes.
2: And that's my other son. This is my oldest. This is my second oldest. These are my guys. You
0: want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Just a little bit?
2: Um, From, I'm from, we're all from. Born and raised in Flint, Michigan. Uh, We live in Atlanta now. And we are a family of people who love art and appreciate art. Art has been one of the means that we uh, come together and learn about each other and experience joy um
1: what is your what's your work
2: oh my work my i i i specifically am a musician a singer songwriter a poet uh, a designer i facilitate a lot of stories and circles and conversations around love and identity i'm fascinated by by love and so a lot of my work is centered in love
1: uh i am uh, i'm a musician singer songwriter and producer and that and I'm also one half of the band Grow, which is me and my mother Liza
3: together.
4: Ooh.
3: This is Ezra speaking and I I'm I'm kind of in the middle of figuring out what I'm going to do and what I am doing. So but I know that I enjoy a few things. I enjoy being around them a lot and helping them out with whatever questions they have about music and also play basketball here and there.
0: Okay. And how can people be in contact with you if they'd like to support your businesses?
2: We do document most of our uh, journey via Instagram. That's where you'll find us the most. Like we have websites and all of that, but if you're looking for us, it would be at either Liza Garza, at Liza Garza, or...
1: At Eli Lakes.
2: Or his brand is actually a basketball... Uh, it's, not, it's a sports brand kind of, a, like a motivational a sports brand and his brand is um, Free Buckets. So it's at Free Buckets.
0: It's like what his shirt says for the for those okay. people. For our, <laughs> for our listeners who can't see Ezra right now, he has a shirt on that says Free Buckets. And Eli, you have a shirt on too. What does your shirt say?
1: My shirt says my ancestors are
0: proud. And is, is like, that one of your shirts? This
1: what? is not my shirt per se, but you feel me? It's in the family business.
0: <laughs> okay. And if people want to order that, they can also find that through connected with y'all on Instagram. Yes. Oh, definitely. That's what's up. All right. And Liza, you also have um, earrings and face masks and all types of things like that. Yeah, for- everything. Necklaces oh. and
2: skirts and jewelry and poems. And it goes for days and days. I'm grateful for the art of expressing.
0: That's what's up. All right. Thank you all for sharing. it's I know that all of our listeners will be able to support y'all because you have different things that everybody would be interested in. So I like that. And I wanna make sure that um, our guests are aware that our topic today is called Dropping Out. And we are specifically focusing on the area of unschooling and what we're calling uncareering. And we created that word because this is an artist family. This is a family who has created their own lane in so many different ways. They are entrepreneurs, they're thinkers, free thinkers, and they are doing that in a beautiful way. You know, if you can see them right now, you can see what I see, you know, but I know Liza, I've known her for years to be an amazing parent you know, to her children and a committed parent, community, a community member. And I wanted to make sure we had her voice here today for this particular topic. So we're gonna start with our first standard question that we have for all of our guests. And this question is about a motto. And our family motto is to work hard, pray hard, and love hard. We try to incorporate that in everything that we do. Do y'all have a family motto? And if so, what is it? So we don't
2: necessarily have a family motto. But we do have things that we keep in rotation, right? Like values that we just remind each other to. Uh, One of the things that we always tell each other uh, upon leaving the house is remember who you are, right? If one of us leaves, one of us will say to the other one, remember who you are. And so that's something that like, that keeps us grounded and rooted. Uh, The other, like another value that we just have is just, we really believe in transparency. Mm. Uh, So, sharing deeply and honestly from the heart and kind of like checking each other you know what i'm saying but checking each other with the intention of, of lifting each other up so uh, we don't have necessarily like a you know a, a model but we do have like guiding values and principles that all resonate with
1: us yeah i would say it's probably like remember who you are be grateful
2: oh yeah gratitude is huge and transparency would you say there's any other guiding
3: Thing. I think pretty much
0: covered
2: it. And the other thing, too, is, like, fun. You know what I'm saying? It's like, remember who you are and have as much fun as you possibly can. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so. Yeah. No, no, no. yeah.
3: That's the part I about.
0: Yeah, we support that all the way, too, with our play hard. We play hard when we do all of our work. We pray and we love and we make sure that we spend some time playing as well. So I appreciate that. And I love that. You know, that's definitely something our listeners can take you know, as a way of life and to incorporate in their family's um, life if they don't have a set model that they're following, you know, so I like that. So our next question has to do with homeschooling, and this is where the unschooling part comes in. So many families and many of our listeners have opted into the option of homeschooling or what many refer to as unschooling. Can you please share with us what that process has been like for you as a mom and then young men, if you could share with us what the process has been like for you?
2: Uh, so I went to school in Flint, Michigan. Personally, I was—I went to a public school. Okay. And my personal experience is that I did not like school, like, and and I did very well at school though. Like I was, you know, in advanced courses, and I was like, I did well at school, but I did never want to be there. Like I would rather be home. Mm-hmm. When I got older and I had my kids, I put—I did put them in public school as well, and they went to public school for a good while. Y'all went to private school for a little bit, but the complete experience of them being at school, I felt was like, it was dividing. It was a division for all of us, whether it was the crazy amounts of homework that they gave that took up so much time from like personal family life, whether it was just not understanding like their experience being black or brown young men, like, it was it was like sending them to strangers really was the constant feeling and could never catch up from them being gone all day long every day you know what i'm saying it was kind of just exhausting so that's what kind of just changed my whole understanding and direction and really just me wanting to have more time with them um as a as a mama who's a full-time artist I was just really seeking a way to, to have them with me. Like, how can we just benefit from each other and love love each other and learn each other too? So um, I took them out of school. We, we, moved, we moved a little bit. I've lived here. I've lived in Texas. I've lived in Flint. So we did move, and um, I don't even know what grade that they came out, but it was elementary that they came out of um, public school. And since then, we've kind of just been life schooling uh they go on the road with me they've been coming on the road with me since a very early age um been involved in all types of artistic practices and god god willing like have just had like a more expansive experience when it comes to what matters
0: you know what i mean yeah absolutely how's that been for you young man
3: You wanna go first? Sure, go first, all right. That's been, I think that's been like really, really, really like beautiful and kind of like, like I think it should be valued more because a lot of people and like young men don't really have that. It's very strict sometimes, the whole school thing. And then from a very young age, you get put into school. Then you go to school from your, when you're a kid to your 18, then you go to college. And if you talk about like you know what you want to do with your life, there is no what you want to do with your life if you go from school to college to a job, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think it's I think it's I, I, we're really I'm really blessed that she's my mom and that we were able to even have this whole dynamic of me, you know, being close to her and knowing the differences because it's not like I was just raised in that. I was raised in that knowing what public school and private school and this all held like the differences between all of them so i can kind of see everything yeah okay for
1: for me it was for me it's really interesting and tight i um i got up to like seventh or eighth grade like seventh or eighth grade before like right before high school years really and and then after that like after that after seventh grade, we, we moved and we were in like a transition period. And through that, like through that, in my high school years, is, re- is really when like the whole life school thing started to come into play. You know, and at that time we weren't even calling it anything like that. Mostly it was just like like you were saying, like you know, I was I was I was playing the guitar by that at that point, and art was really coming into play. And we were I was started going on tour with my mom like age fourteen as her guitarist. Wow. So. It was a lot of like a lot of my schooling and a lot of just my, my education about life and about like Yeah, and about and about art and about how to how to be out in the world really mm-hmm. really was cultivated around those around those years, you know, when I when we moved when we moved and then when like when I started touring at yeah. such a young age, you know.
2: And like different artistic communities too. Like the opportunity to be around different communities of people and see the commonalities, right? There's an artist community, and then there's a, you know, our Atlanta community. And within even Atlanta, there's how many different communities that that navigate and that intersect, so.
1: Yeah. I think one of the big things about about mm-hmm. it though, for, for me specifically, is how grateful I am for also being able to like experience public school and, and like private school and like being in those environments. It really helped me socially, I feel, mm-hmm. you know? like being able to interact with other people. And it allow, it's, it's what allows me to be like the social person that I am today, you know, that really, that contributed to me age for sure.
0: Wow. And so many of our listeners who are looking for ways to do exactly what you've already done, you know? So this information is very helpful to hear from you as the mother and the young adult men, because oftentimes we don't hear from the children who have been homeschooled, you know, or gone through life school. We just hear from the parents usually, or we hear about a child getting an award or whatever, you know, refusing vaccinations, whatever the thing is. We usually just hear, you know, something after, you know, they've been schooled. We don't even hear about the process. I appreciate you all sharing that. And it sounds amazing, you know, to be able to have the freedom and a parent who has paid attention to your needs, you know, and said, this is what our family needs and actually acts on it. So I think that's dope. Now has our next question.
4: Uh, for our next question is please a little bit. Do you uh, do you engage in conversation with each other about the process of
0: unschooling? And just please share some of those insights of those conversations. Just what like what it looks like. Have you ever talked to them about what you were planning? Or or do you guys talk about, you know, the results or however that conversation goes or whatever the topics are? That's what we would like to know.
1: Well, I don't know. It, I, it looks it looks a lot of different. Even the way we think about education looks looks really different when when we talk about it. Like sometimes like our education really isn't talking about like you know academic, the actual school work or the actual work that you're that that we've done. Or like my brother, he's done he's done like some schooling programs and he's like set goals with that. And like oh, I'm about to go do this school like actual school work and read this and write this and, and whatnot. But uh, most of the time it most of the time like our educational process deals with like how we're expanding our art our, our, or our brand or like our music, you know?
2: And right. I think too, just like the perspective, right? How you're expanding your perspective. How are you engaging? How are you engaging with life in a, in a way that maybe you weren't before because you were in school? I think sometimes society is fed this thing like you can't do it unless you get the certificate to do it. You can't do it unless you get a diploma. You know, you, you can't get a job unless you get a diploma and it's not true, you know? You can't, you can't, It just th- that those barriers don't exist. I mean, if you want them to and if you believe that they do, then they do. You know what I mean? Like if you believe you gotta get this diploma before you or this certificate to do yoga before you really know anything about yoga, then you're gonna go and, and work for that paper instead of like the passion of, of learning and growing. And, and you know, a lot of things to me are just about the, the act of, the practice of. You know what I'm saying? If yeah. you've never had a plant, you don't really have to go research what you have to do with the plant. If you, if, if you buy a plant, you're gonna learn something. You
0: yeah. know? <laughs> you learn how to care for it, exactly.
1: I'm a big advocate. And firm believer in qualified not certified
0: okay
3: tell us a little more about that what
0: do you mean by that
3: what's got deeper did you hear that That
0: was kind of crazy yeah <laughs> i did hear that <laughs> okay go ahead tell us the just, you
1: know, like there's some like i don't like you don't really have to just just w- exactly what it is you know like um I've been, I've been, you know, I know, I'm, I know personally, I'm qualified to do a lot of jobs, but that doesn't necessarily mean somebody gave me a certificate yeah. to be able to do it, you know. Yeah. Or like, and I'll, I'm also not expecting that from other people, you know. It's I go based off like how you, off of how you work, you know. If yeah. if we're collaborating or if we're doing something together, it's not about like, mm-hmm. oh man, your accolades or like what you've done, but it's like your quality of work, and if like, and if you, and if I could tell you're
2: passionate, you know. I love that about you, yo. I love especially because we live in a world that doesn't provide the same opportunities depending on who who you are and how you look and where you come from you know what I'm saying so for somebody to own their their knowledge and it make it does make me think about ancestral knowledge like we have a knowing that's inside of us that's instinctual that's innate, and you don't need nobody to tell you oh yeah Liza you have or oh Eli you know what I'm saying it's a, it's a, it's just a way of it existing and being.
0: Yeah. And a of green, I, feel like. I appreciate you saying that because oftentimes people are not thinking about what they already have within them because they haven't learned to trust themselves first. You know what I mean? And it's very important for you to first affirm that you trust yourself. If you have the ability to be a mother, you know, nobody else can teach you that except your your mothering skills, which is coming from somewhere. That may be coming from your ancestors. It could be coming from wherever. But the reality is, is you're mastering it. You, you're doing that. You know what I mean? So you have to trust yourself to be able to say, I got this and I'm doing it. You know what I mean? So I support that all the way. Cause nobody, I mean, I learned mothering from my mother, but at the same time it was a hands-on job that I had to just figure out, you know what I mean? Cause I had this baby with me, you know?
2: And, and, the, and the blessing of that, right? Is like, like we're programmed for it yeah. by the degree of the the, the the most high, right? The design is, we know what love is. We know what love feels like. That That's familiar, that's home. That doesn't take a lot of science. You don't need, it's like when you love somebody, you don't ask yourself do i love that person <laughs> yeah you, you know it's like if when you see someone beautiful you don't think do i think they're beautiful you mean, no that that brother
0: is fine right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. exactly i appreciate that honesty. because oftentimes you know people have been programmed so much to believe that i have to speak this way i have to love this way i have to even act this way and on another episode we were talking about this idea of the five love languages you know and although I believe that and I support it I also don't believe there are only five I think everybody has their own and it's very important for you to understand what they are you know what I mean and support it you have to ask questions but sometimes I don't need to know that my son likes to be talked to in this way that's the way he likes communication or he loves this particular thing And that comes from my innate ability to understand his love languages. And there are five, you know, that (laughs) exist.
2: I remember when that was real big, that five love languages thought and and book and, you know, and I always kind of shied away from it because I was like, I am not about to take this little, you know, it's almost like a test you take. And I'm like, I come back with 5,000 love languages <laughs> and they're going to be like, "Oh, she needy or she she she, she, she put her hand in or she's too, it's just too much." I'm like, "No, I'm I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good at, like you said. and knowing that, of course, there is a million ways to love."
0: Yeah. And you just have to be open to it. So this next question is directed at our young man first. Um, and I want to ask you and Nafis this question is for you too. As young men who may one day be fathers, do you think you will choose the option to unschool your children?
1: Uh, Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I might might, like.
0: (laughs) You can think about it, we come back to you. Don't feel no pressure at all.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, Uh, see the thing is, no, the thing is, it's just like I'm thinking about like my future and how I envision it, and, like my goals. You know, where like where I see myself living and who I see myself with, mm-hmm. and like I don't know, who knows. I think that that whole question just brought up like
0: a whole different. thing. of things a whole so first, like, Let's let's like, let's pull it back. I'm let's pull it back. And first, I? I'll ask. Do you foresee yourself becoming a father? And have you thought about that in in detail, or is that something you're still working through in your mind? which is totally- I becoming a father.
3: Yeah, for sure, I definitely want kids. Okay. <laughs> All right, Ezra,
0: what That's about you?
3: Business. I think the only thing is I'm, I know I want a boy and a girl, but I feel
0: like I can't control if I have a boy and a girl. Okay. <laughs> <But> I'm, <laughs> I'm <not> a <laughs> All right, I'm tell you. Okay, how about you now, please? I definitely say the same thing. Uh, the same thing as who?
4: Oh, no, it's just becoming a father, yeah. You want
0: to become a father. Do you think you're gonna homeschool your children, or what do you think you're gonna do? Have you thought about that? Or are you still thinking? about it? I don't know about homeschooling. Only the reason why
4: is kind of like the point that Sister Violet touched on about, or no, it was Eli. Just, just having those certain experiences, and the only way to have those experiences is being, being in those situations. So, such you know, private school is gonna be a much different situation than private school and just the private school is going to be
0: different situation than what? The, home part,
4: school. the public school oh, okay, or homeschool or just either one it's going to be a lot different in the communities or the networks or the people that you're around so definitely I feel like just putting yourself or putting your kids in the situation so they can really understand for themselves how you know what makes them frustrated or what do they like about the school or, you know whatever
0: yeah he for our listeners Nafis was homeschool you know he was younger and um, he also went to public school. He went to private school. And as a, as a mom, I had to learn his learning style. You know, I don't, I don't know if homeschooling is best for every single person and based on their learning style. It, just every learning environment is not exactly the best for every particular child. So I think it's important, you know, for anybody listening to know, whether you have a young man or a young woman, what your child's learning style is so that you can be open with conversation about if they are interested in having children one day that they may, in school what type of schooling environment they may be interested in so you can offer support in that conversation but everybody's going to be different and that's completely fine you know but it's good to think about it you know so that when because for me i didn't have any idea what i was doing when i started homeschooling him you know i didn't know that he's the type of person that needs to learning an environment that's very small and it's, you know, hands-on, there's not a lot of tests all day, you know, stuff like that, but I didn't know that until I learned, you know, on-the-job training, so that was our experience. Next question. The next question is, as an entrepreneur family, you
4: have made the decision to do what some refer to as uncareering, meaning you are charting your own course. As you As your young adults have participated in this process, can you please share what discussion you all engage in to guide and support each other through the uncurring process?
2: We mostly speak about just what we're passionate about. Like, what do you you love? What is it that calls you? And what is that centered in? Mm. Not only, like, what you love, but like, what's the root of that thing? You know what I'm saying? Do you feel like whatever you're pursuing represents you honestly? Or do you feel okay with how you're representing yourself with it? So, I mean, we're always having conversations about creative endeavors and pursuits and ideas. We all have, like, so many ideas that we always, yeah, like, we're always bouncing ideas off each other. Something will come to to mind. And it's like, yo, what do you think of this? I just had this idea to do this. And it'll be like this process of refining before it gets released into the world, which is one, one of my favorite things with y'all. Like I trust their uh, creative ideas and critiques and I love supporting their creative ideas, their their own creative pursuits. So that to me is where uh, the real like ooh, magic is.
1: <laughs> yeah. I would say one for one of the things that that makes me think about is just like how flexible we are with with what we're passionate about. You know, I think we're all really passionate about different things at different times. So sometimes, like we might have a whole different career than like we did a couple months ago. You know, like you might be making music for two months or a whole year, and then like might not make no music. It might just make earrings. or might just make masks. or might just make like sneakers, or you know, anything, and it's and it's the same for my it's the same for my brother. Like you know, he might be D one, and then he might be like
3: just making sandals or something like that. You know. Okay. Um, <laughs> but kind of what she's kind of what my mom said about like what we love and if we can turn that into kind of what our career is and what our job like. Can we make money off of what we love since we love doing it anyway? And that's kind of what I did with three buckets. Like, she helped me out a lot with that. She was like, I think I, I was talking to her for a while about, I can I can just see it, I can see it on a shirt. Because every time I go to, it started off with me, every time I go to a gym, I would start scoring on people and I would start screaming I would start saying, free buckets. And everybody, everybody in the gym oh, was- like Yeah. And then, so I told my mom, I was like, man, I can see it. Like, I can see it on a shirt, I can see it on a wristband. Like, I can see a brand out of it just for me doing it. And I love playing basketball. So we did it, and then it, it did okay, so.
2: Yeah, people respond to it really well. Like, as soon as he comes into a gym, like, like they call him by that name now even. Like, yo, what up, Free Buckets? You know what I'm saying? So I think it has a lot to do with, with, with whatever you feel passionate about. Like, if you feel passionate about it, then other people, like, you know, then that resonates with other people.
3: Mm. Yeah, it, come, it also comes with like a, like, when it, like for the shirt, for example, for my shirt, I knew exactly how it looked and not so much the impact it was going to have on other people, but I knew what the design was going to look like. I didn't have to ask anybody what the design was going to look like. So I was like, what do you think about it being on a shirt? And once I had my mom's like, yeah, go ahead, do it. I was like, that made me feel so much better. So I did it. And like she said, the impact is kind of fun to see. Yeah. Wow, you
0: guys are blessed. You know, I can't... um... I wish I could say our situation was exactly the same, but it's not, you know, we grew up in a family that was real big on this is how you have to do things and then this leads to that and that leads to that, you know, and both Nafisa and I both went through a situation where we got to college and realized, like, I don't want to do any of this, you know, I want to do something completely different. And I'm a parent now dealing with that with him now, you know, him starting school with a major. I'm thinking this is how this is gonna go, you know. Mid semester he says, hey, I don't wanna do any of this. You know, so I had to learn how to change, you know, chart our different course. And that was very difficult for me, you know what I mean? Because I just hadn't been, you know, trained to really think like that. And so now that we're in a different space, it's been actually pretty liberating to see him making decisions that he really is living and happy with, you know what I mean? And me knowing that I used to be like that and I didn't have the freedom to do that, so I refused to allow him to do the exact same thing I had to do, where it's like, I don't want to do this, but I'm going to do it anyway because my parents want me to do it. you know? So, yeah. y'all are in of us, you know, with that. What'd you say?
3: Oh, no, I was just saying, I think that's, like, really important, too, because I think it was the first podcast that y'all did. You talk, talked about, like, how close of a relationship that, you know, single mothers have with yeah. sons. And, like, him telling you mid-semester, like, yo, I'm not doing this, that's only because you had a good relationship. If you if you guys didn't talk as much as y'all do, who knows what he would have said and where he would have been right now, or where you would have been right now.
0: It's true. I appreciate you saying that, you know, because a lot of people he listening to this podcast are like, what kind of family do you have that y'all just sit having conversations all the time? You know what I mean? But the reality is, it's just been me and him, you know. I became a single mom when he was, what, in in utero, you know, when I was pregnant with him, I became a single mother, you know, and for our listeners and if his father is listening, I always say, I'm single parent raising him, but his father is present, you know, he, he supports him, he knows who he is, and he's active in his life, you know. But as far as our relationship is concerned, it's just been he and I. And I make sure that I, you know, separate those things because oftentimes fathers are left out of the conversation who are active, you know, and in support of their children. And my son's father is you know supportive but as far as our relationship is concerned he and i weren't together while i was raising my son and i'm grateful for what we have and that the fact that he comes and you know we can talk about this type of stuff and the fact that it led to this podcast you know with us having guests like y'all you know who you know you have a single mother as well who's done an amazing job with all of y'all you know and so i appreciate it both all y'all being here sorry i'm going off on a tangent So our next question um, is about advice. What advice can you offer to our listeners who are raising young adults who have an interest in choosing the non-traditional route in both their academic and career paths?
3: I have to say, do it. (laughs) (laughs) If you're you're unsure about it, DM free buckets and I'll text you back.
0: (laughs) I like that. (laughs) You got advice, that's what's up.
3: I don't charge that much either.
2: (laughs) I think I would, you know, I would just offer to remember your own experience when you were coming up. You know, like we're the same. You are my other me. So you know, even generationally, there is a time that that you probably experienced something in your younger years. That you didn't, you know, you felt your passion pulling you, but you were told to do something other. You know what I'm saying? So I would just offer you to just reflect back on all of the things that you wanted to fulfill that you didn't and like gift that to this person. You know what I'm saying? Like we're all on our personal journeys and it's just an exploration, yo. And here's the thing you go to college and you drop out, it's okay. You know what I'm saying? You go to college, you stay in college, and you get a job. It's still okay. Like it's it's the it's the nature of life. It's okay. It it's gonna be all right. Mm-hmm. It's all a it's all a learning experience at the end of the day.
4: Yeah.
1: I, I would say for what I would say to that is like plenty of times. <laughs> at times, you know, I've looked I've looked to my mom but like been trying some been trying to figure something out. And she'll be like, "Yo, I'm trying to figure that out too." You know, like.
0: so <laughs> that's, <laughs> like, honest that's honesty. Yeah. What about you? I would
4: just say, and if any advice, make sure if there's something that you're very passionate in, definitely do the research and also try to find it to uh, present it in your own unique way, so you're not feeling like you're copying off somebody or you feel like you know you you was super passionate about it and now you're not. So definitely. Because somebody else is doing it. So definitely, um, do the research. Um, also take the courage to do it because, you know, if if you don't believe in yourself, then no one else will. And you can talk about the idea, you can talk about it, but if you're not doing it, then it's going to be a much more different experience because you can definitely, you know, say that you want to do it, but then, you know, there's no work in you
0: in know actually doing in, it. Uh, action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with... Go ahead, I'm sorry. You were to yeah. say
2: I was gonna say you know just that's so important that when you have an idea just like a lot of it is trusting your intuition like oh i got this thing let me put it out into the world and i feel like the more that you trust that and you put that into the world the more space you have for another ideal to come to you that you can put out into the world a lot of times i know personally over the years i know that if i have an idea and if i don't act on it 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 like resides with me and takes up space in a way that I don't have room for. It's like yearning to grow. It wants to be released. It wants to, it, it's just a matter of making space. Like I'm gonna release that and here come another one. And it's like a continuous flow. So yeah, man, just trust your intuition. A lot of times like research, you're right. Research does matter. But a lot of times it, it don't even have to be about the research, right? It's just like a feeling like, yo, let me post this picture. You ever do that, like on social media, you post something that you think, oh, I just love this and not really think about it. And then the response is like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. you go
0: heart. I like that. Um, I would say that one of my biggest pieces of advice for mothers and you know fathers raising young adults is to open the conversation about this topic and allow it to be very open and free. You know, oftentimes parents don't hear these things unless there's a child who has refused to follow the path, you know, that they've set for them. And that's the first time they'll have a conversation about creativity or, you know, thoughts that they're having at all. And as opposed to having open conversations and just checking in and saying, hey, you know, how's everything going with you? And, you know, if you were to create something, what would that look like? You know, because the part of trusting yourself is checking in with yourself, too, about what you know, what do I really love to do? What do I love to do that has nothing to do with no one else? You know, this is what I actually love to do. You know, we always ask that question, if you could retire today with so many million dollars, what would you be doing? You know, a lot of people think that's such a far-fetched, you know, plan, when in reality, it's something you could start now. You know, it doesn't have to be something that you have so much money to do because everything starts as an idea. So I would say open the conversations about it and be open and trusting and fair, you know, with your young adults and with your family about the conversation. And follow up too. Because sometimes people allow their young adults to have conversations about creativity, but they don't really believe it's, it's really anything true. But they'd be like, oh yeah, 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 okay, okay. And really just hoping that they'll forget it, you know, and not come back to it. So that's what I would say. Next question. Is there
4: any advice you would like to offer to our listeners whose families have chosen,
0: who have chosen this route and received Black from others? Oh, backlash? You know, everybody don't like this idea of unschooling and uncareering, you know? So what advice would you all offer to our listeners who have chosen this route and people in their family? Like, that's whack. That's not going to work. We don't support that. Wow. We
2: I don't think that we... I
1: don't got much to say to the haters.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: uh, it's, it's like y'all heard that thing that said, like, what you think of me is none of my business. You know what I'm saying? It makes oh, me think of that. It's like...
0: <laughs> it doesn't really like what you think <laughs> of me is for you. <laughs> well I love that. That shuts everything down. It's just like it ends it, you know Because it's the reality, it's not my responsibility what you came up with, you know that's. like that.
1: Yeah, definitely when it comes to backlash. when it comes to like constructive criticism though I'm I'm accepting and like willing to hear to hear it out though you know because I think the whole point about this is just about like broadening your perspective. So if, definitely, if you're having something that's like beneficial to you, be willing to receive. Be willing to receive information that will benefit you.
3: Okay. And I think back. I think the backlash part of it may come from. I don't know if it does, but it may come from a lack of communication and like a trusting, truthful relationship that you have with the person in your family. You know.
0: I like that. What about you?
3: I'd have to say
4: um, to offer advice if there's anything that you want to do just provide it in a way that can be very understanding and not come to your family family or to whoever you're saying it to and not to come off as uh, disrespectful or anything. Because sometimes when you present ideas or different things that you want to do, some people might take it as, oh, you know, what I've done for you is, you know, you're not like what I've done for you and you're not accepting of that. And it's like, that's not what I'm saying, but I just want you to understand like, you know, I'm trying to do something else that you know.
0: my path. That you
4: know that might look something totally different, but I don't want you to think that I'm not taking in what you taught me or you know what the stuff that you give me advice on. Mm-hmm. But also, like you guys said, just you know that is none of my business, and definitely did. Be headstrong and be <laughs> focused on what you got going on. Yeah. And
0: for our last question, is there any advice you'd like to offer on this topic that we didn't touch on? So. Oh. Um, Any parting words for our listeners? Anything we haven't touched on? I don't
2: know. That that comes immediately to mind. I think for me, the the thing that's most on my heart is just grateful for you providing this platform, like for you and your son moving forward with just what we're talking about even. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, this is something I think that is important and we should put it out into the world. And you know, yeah just offering, offering a platform to have honest conversations, to, to have transparency.
0: Yeah. Thank you for saying that, you know, um, we did, we have received strangely backlash from creating this, which is interesting, you know, because I didn't have that response that you guys gave. I wish I had it, you know, at first to be able to say what you think of me is not my business. <laughs> You know, but it's interesting that I've learned that there's a lot of people who have not learned how to communicate with their children or even themselves in a healthy way. And so when they see others doing it, it's almost like a threat to them. Like how dare you communicate healthy? And it's like, What do you mean? How how does that, you know, how is that a danger to you? But I realize that people have been in such sick relationships their whole lives, you know, that they don't know they don't know what healthy relationships look like, you know, and so I appreciate you all, you know, for being here and also for us, you know, taking this step to move forward because we've talked about this for a long time you know what I mean? And we did decide you know, let's just see what happens because there's other mothers that have great advice to offer that we don't have, that we're in need of you know, to help to facilitate a healthy relationship with P and I so right. we're grateful for you all sharing that with us. You got any last advice to offer? Um
4: no, yeah advice i would say uh, just what you said basically just try to make those uncomfortable conversations comfortable so when you get into these spaces you don't have to feel like you are um you're able to say what you really want to say and you're able to yeah you're able to express yourself and just be free i
0: love that honesty is the, the biggest policy just be honest and vulnerable and open and free because the reality is is we all like I always tell my son all somebody can ever tell you is no if you ask them for something and then you can move on you don't have to dwell on it you know what I mean but being honest along the way is the most important part and before we close I do want to ask again how do people get in, in touch with you I think Ezra oh sorry Ezra oh
3: you saw me resign? No, I just had I just had one question one last question is when did Nafis get so handsome <laughs>
0: Probably around the same time you got so handsome. <laughs> Both of y'all just on a handsome route. <laughs> <laughs> that's the path they decided <laughs> <laughs> on. So right. That's they own career <laughs> Y'all are hilarious. What is your Instagram though, Liza or you guys? How do people get in touch with you?
2: So my Instagram is L I Z A G A R Z A Liza Garza. And you can find me like on you know, Facebook or whatever, Twitter, it's, it's all pretty much the same.
1: Yeah, and for me, it'll be Eli Lakes,
3: E-L-I-L-A-K-E-S. And then for me, it'll be underscore free buckets, underscore. Yep. I'm working on getting just free buckets, so that's that's in the progress right now. Right.
2: And then we also, me and Eli, our duo, our, our, acoustic, our, our band page is Grow Official Music, but you can reach that from either
0: one of our pages. Okay, cool all right well this has been another episode of between us and y'all we want to thank our guests for being here we've learned a lot you know and appreciate your example of a family as who has been open and definitely unschooling with life and with your career path. and so we appreciate that did you want to say something before
3: we have one more thing to say
0: Sure. the first
3: person to dm free buckets and says that they heard the podcast will get a free shirt
0: oh wow i love that <laughs> that's what's up And as we part, we always like to encourage our listeners to work hard to pray hard, love hard, and definitely spend some time together playing hard Thank you guys for being here Alright, peace Peace, Peace, thank y'all